Hello and welcome everyone to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss today's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by Steve Bowling and our special guest, the Nintendo Power Couple, Danny Pytel and Philia Mono. So let's see what's on the docket tonight. And well, well, first up on the docket, welcome Danny and Philia. How you guys doing? Hey, good to be here. Yes, good to see you guys. Yeah, seriously. I feel. Yeah, I feel like it's been forever. Last time I saw the two of you in person, I want to say it was at PAX. And you guys were working with Thunderful Games. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was fun. Yes, I remember. That was so awesome. We spent, what, like a solid two hours trying to find a place just to hang out and, like, go have a drink? <laughs> and yes. We, yeah. Like, Everywhere every bar was, was closing, magically closed. And we're like, we need to go somewhere. Everything was Boston's closed. Weird. We tried every single place. Yeah. That was, yeah. Hopping around uh, Seattle. <laughs> oh, no. It's Seattle. Yeah. It's been so long since yeah, I've been to PAX. Prime? Is that, I think that's what they call it it's, now. It's called West now, but yeah, oh, it was PAX Prime. Prime. Yeah, I'm, I'm so used to Prime mm-hmm. from the old days. But yeah, I haven't gone to a PAX Prime in <laughs> years. Event, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, we definitely need we, to do uh, that whenever the... Mm-hmm. Oh man, remember when oh, E3 sorry, existed and <laughs> no, no, no. PAX existed? No, I, I want to make sure that you guys know, like, yes. interrupt, like interrupt this. Like, I, we want to, you guys are guests, so talk. Yeah, please. <laughs> Jump right in. <laughs> we talk over the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Saying, like, Take over. Make my job easy. And we've been to PAX, and and we actually really loved PAX even yeah. more than E3. So yeah. That was, that was I, meeting awesome. the, Meeting a lot of the developers, it was like that indie vibe there, uh, I liked a lot more. Um, you know, I think, what was it? We played... Oh, uh, Puda, the mess- Poda. Uh, How do you say it again? Uh, Poda. And, and then we played... I think the, when the messenger came out, I think it was at, in Boston for PAX East... We played, and then the one guy was like, hey, what do you think of the game? I said, oh, it was good. He's like, yeah, I made it. And I'm like, oh, the developer was standing the whole time like at, at the Nintendo booth watching everybody play. And I'm like, thank God I didn't say, like, it wasn't, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't my, my thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic game, by the I, way. I remember when yeah, the first year it. E3 was opening it up to the public and uh, just on the podcast every time just saying, don't go. It's not like other conventions. There are no, like things you can go to you're not going to get into the sony press conferences or the xbox ones or even ubisoft or ea it's not going to happen it is just waiting in lines and game demos and of course a lot of people still showed up and you know i ended up meeting amy there so kind of worked out the time i was telling everybody go away that. go away is where i you know meet amy so yeah go figure <laughs> most awesome. people go to e3 for the pins and badges Derek goes there to find a wife <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> not married yet but yeah yeah oh yeah it's it's gonna it's happen, gonna happen let's advice. be honest yeah like you. <laughs> it's gonna happen um, but yeah, I, I guess I haven't seen uh, you two. I might have saw you at one of the events, but not for very long. The long, remember the longest we got to hang out was during the Sushi Striker event in New York. Yes. Yeah, that was really wow. fun. Mm. That was a cool event. That was it, that was we played Sushi Striker at a sushi place in New York City, and like oh, the wow. little conveyor belts mm. that with the sushi was going by, and we all had switches at the tables and. Yeah, that's where we and we got the. I think Derek, we, we, we walked to the train station bit. after that. Yeah, and I think we did. And stuff. It was cool. It was a good it was, event. It was a it was Tasty a fun event, event and uh, I met you know, I came there ready to capture footage, and there was like they said they'd have TV set up so we could get like that kind of capture. Yeah. No, that wasn't happening. It was all it was too crowded, and you had to kind of get it off the 
the Switch itself, so it was really tricky. <laughs> so we bought all of our stuff from Jersey, like loaded a backpack yeah, with all of our equipment, right. and we're like, we have our laptop, everything, hard drives ready to do some dry capture. And we got there, like, oh yeah, we're not doing that tonight. We're like, oh. Okay. All right. I'm glad I lugged all this up to New York. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, this you know. happened a couple times. Yeah. It, it was one of the first times I've gotten to go to those type of events where it's like, hey, we're going to feed you as well as get you these things. Because usually it's just, hey, come in, play the games, and okay, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Go back out. This one, there's like food involved, and I was just getting played after plate of sushi. Like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll try that. <laughs> that so good. Yeah. yeah. The food was really so good. Food it, helps. It <laughs> helps It helps the gaming experience, I think. I'm yeah. always, Especially sushi. Yes, yeah, so when you play yeah. Sushi Strikers and you're just fed sushi, like, yeah, that, that was the perfect way to play that just game, I think. Just belt it right into my mouth while <laughs> yeah. I play. That would be the best. <laughs> and uh, Fantasy Thinker Fan, I agree. I did not actually finish Sushi Striker, but what I played of it there, it was actually really fun. And had way more production value than I'd ever would have imagined. Um, but it's definitely better in handheld mode. And I think it was always going to be one of those niche games. Like, it just, it it had yeah. no yeah. chance. It, it was a game designed for a touchscreen. And it released right when the big draw of the Switch was everyone, you know, kind of docking it and, and uh, playing playing all these console quality games. And it it was just a 3DS game that was up and that's unfortunate because it is fun, yeah. but mm-hmm. it definitely works way better on the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, it had a great, I like the story, like Derek said, the, um, like the, like the um, cinematics, it was really good, like watching an anime, um, but then when it came to the gameplay, like we like playing on the TV a lot, and it was just like, there was really no skill involved. You were just pressing a button, like like moving the control stick and hoping you link up plates. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't get like what the strategy of yeah. it was. Is there a strategy? I don't know. Kind of. I was doing well in the competitive mode. strategy? I don't know. I, I, yeah. I did yeah, okay. Yeah, competitive mode was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the competitive mode was cool. I like that. That was the head-to-head stuff was cool. But like, playing the story, I felt like again, like Steve said, it's a it was like a 3ds game. And using a stylus and being able to draw on it and you know link your plates, that would have been so much better than uh, the Switch version. So, but we I mean we have it. We haven't finished it ourselves either, though, for the same no. reason. Too many good games. Yeah, too, too many like, good games. Yeah. yeah. How can you focus on one game? Yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, but. Well, I guess we should actually jump into our news topics. If you can't tell, news is a bit anemic this week. <laughs> this, this week, this this uh, today. I'm so used to like doing this on a weekly format. I still have that, that language in my uh, vernacular, I guess. But uh, ironically enough, we invite the Nintendo Power Couple for the launch of the PS5, which is the big, the, the biggest news today. <laughs> yeah. Perfect choice, guys. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, makes complete sense. Um, but yeah, the PS5 has launched. A uh, bunch of games uh, came out. I, I haven't had a chance today to check out a lot of the reviews, but I saw just offhand that apparently Sackboy's Big Adventure is a lot of fun. Uh, you got to try out Demon Souls. Um, yes. Uh, Steve, and from what I saw of your play, you playing that looked pretty solid. By the way, you're way better at parrying than I am in that game. Man, I, I sucked was... at parrying with when I played it on PS3. I was really surprised because, like, in the comments, someone's like, are we witnessing the birth of a parry god? And I was like, is it that hard? Like, I don't understand because I've <laughs> never touched a Souls game. And so I was just like, oh, wow. okay, I bash him with the shield. And I was just thinking, like, okay, the timing feels really similar to Breath of the Wild. Mm. I was like, I got this. I might be better now. Since and, yeah, because, like, 
you know, I saw people stunting on the uh, on on the guardians with the shield bash, so I was like, I'm gonna master that, and I totally did. Like, I can <laughs> I can parry a guardian all day long, and so I was like, yep, and it feels at least you know from a muscle memory standpoint exactly the same. So I was just like, oh yeah, I got this. Nice. Dude swings, smash them, run them through, pin them to the ground, and I finally killed my first demon today. And I, I, I posted on Twitter, I'm like, am I doing this right? Because I honestly don't know. Am I? <laughs> but I, so. I, I got to the point where I was just like pairing people all the way through the level and just killing them. And I was like, okay, maybe I am kind of good at this. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe I do know what I'm doing a tiny bit, but I have zero frame of reference. So I'm either really good or people are just really nice. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think it's 75 it's to 25. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll be better because I don't know if you realize this from the demo of Hyrule Warriors, Steve, um, but you can parry the Guardian's blast in that as well. I saw that and I tried and the timing feels different. So I like, Mm. I was like, wow, I was trying to do a flurry rush too. And the timing felt different on that. Mm. Like, I I feel like in Breath of the Wild, I know the the flurry rush timing really, really well too. (laughs) I'm like, okay, do a backflip right now. And because I... I went Lionel hunting in, in Breath of the Wild. Like, once I beat it, I was like, okay, well, now I'm going to go kill all the bad, you know, big bad monsters, too. And so I feel like I got that timing down, and then I played the, the Age of Calamity demo, and I was like, I feel like a complete noob again. I have no clue how to fight these guys and, and do all the cool stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I do have to take another run at the demo. It's been insanely busy with PlayStation 5 coverage, so I've played maybe 20 minutes of it. I really yeah. need to go back and give it a fair shake. That's fair. We haven't even played it really? yet, actually. We downloaded it, but we um, were kind of waiting for the launch of it. We were like, we said, maybe we'll just try it for the, like, go into it fresh on launch day. Uh, it's actually my birthday it launches oh, on, oh, so it's wow. like, oh, happy like birthday. perfect timing, <laughs> November you 20th. You always get really lucky. Well, he has yeah. a November birthday, so it's birthday. kind of natural. Yeah, I, man. I get you... Metroids and Zeldas. It's really, I get man. very lucky with Zeldas and Metroids you're, usually. Your yeah. parents were I probably so upset. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I have to go get him his was, birthday yeah, present always... on the day of his birth every year. <laughs> There's always something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we haven't played it yet. Um, I know, um, like, I'm really excited to try it. I know that the I think the demo carries over to your yes. full game. So maybe if I'm tempted, maybe we'll play maybe it a the night bit, before. But I, if not, I'm going to hold off for you know um, release day. Mm. I think. I, I'm tempted to just restart once I get it. Just because, even though I played the demo, I just I'd like to have that fresh start. Like I have that little bit of under my belt, but let's go in ready to go. I think that's my whole thing. So yeah, I think we do the same thing. Like even yeah. with yeah, like, I think it was for like, the most part. Yeah, I think Dragon Quest did the same thing. Dragon Quest Builders, like I we have, played and started over again. And yeah, I have yeah. like a weird thing in my mind where I wanted to be the file, like start fresh on the file. Yeah, I I, I'm the like, same way. The guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm, the I'm the odd one out here with this. Like, if a demo carries over, that inspires me to play the demo just because I'm like, oh, I actually got, like, a, a fresh or a jump start on the actual game when it comes out. I think in Dragon Quest Builders, I started building, like, an I'll apartment that, building. Like, I'm, we, yeah. I'm keeping that. Nice. I'm sorry. I'll be back. No, no worries. We we just got a puppy, uh, and he's scratching at the door to go outside. Yeah, he's potty trained, so he knows, like, to scratch at the door. So, and the door is right on the other side of this computer screen, so, like, all we just see is him scratching at the door. So that's why I feel he's running away uh, to let him out to uh, use the bathroom. Oh, it's all right. That's way better than the alternative. (laughs) Yeah, that that is for sure. That yeah, is I don't want to sure. be like, wait, what is that smell? And <laughs> yeah, that would be a way, a way worse way to have to exit the episode. 
<laughs> yeah, be right back, guys. Is, just kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's by, sure. by the way, Danny, I have to mention, a few of our patrons in the chat have complimented you on your dope sweatshirt. Like, that is such an awesome... <laughs> Thank you. Like, uh, I'm jealous. I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, I love that. Oh, it's a t-shirt. Like, I, I think if, I, I yeah. along with a few a few patrons thought it was a sweatshirt, but man, that is that is slick. I love that. Like I, I miss the I, old school Nintendo like art style and vibe, like where they were really into color. I don't even. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, the sixty four is like my favorite uh, console, and, and this was a gift. I think my parents got it for oh, me, wow. like for Christmas. That like it was part of our Christmas stuff. So I don't even know where. I'll ask them where they got it from. If anybody wants to get one for themselves, <laughs> but it's like it's super comfy. Uh, and it's just a gigantic, like a, having a uh, 64 jersey on. So Nice. I, I have, you know, gamer t-shirts. I've been wearing polos for these things or just make, trying to look somewhat professional. <laughs> I feel the pressure because, you know, this was John's <laughs> channel before and he always wear the, wore the suit. So I'm like, well, I got to carry it over a little bit. <laughs> and the other thing is, is I have had no, I, since I lost quite a bit of weight this year, <laughs> none of my clothes fit. I need to have a belt on at all times when those pants are not staying up. So I have just not had a chance to get uh, clothes that actually fit and look good on me. So there's go. See, I have the opposite problem. I've I put on the quarantine fifteen, and then I doubled that, and then I tripled that. Ooh. So my my suit doesn't fit because <laughs> it's too small. <laughs> oh, I'm too no. big. Yeah, this is actually you know just a model of my growth right here. Uh, <laughs> Oh, goodness. I'm in the same boat as you. I got to get back on the ring fit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I finally, cause I moved at the very beginning of all this with no idea what was laying ahead. Right. Mm. I moved into a house in Mesa from an apartment in Phoenix and I had ring fit and I was like, Oh, you know, packed it up in a box. And then, then the other day it kind of was staring at me in the garage. It's like, you know what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now it's up here you when you walk by it and yeah. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> yeah. avert my, avert my gaze. I'm like, next time, ring fit. Next just time. Go like- <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe getting back to put into it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting back to the PlayStation Five. I know Steve. Obviously, you already have yours. I will get mine whenever uh, Ratchet and Clank comes out. But Danny and Philia, do you guys Ooh, have any plans call. on picking up the PS Five anytime soon? Or you? Oh. We missed out on pre-orders. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, I feel it usually plays like all the Nintendo consoles, but I play the Xbox and PlayStation as well. Um, so I don't have it yet, but I am planning on getting a PS5. Nice. So it's not that I have anything against the other consoles. It's just I grew up playing all the Nintendo systems. So at this point, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to stick with Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, we have a PlayStation 4, and, you know, you'll, like, you'll watch me play some games yeah. on the PS4 and stuff. I experienced the stories through you by watching yeah. you play, like, the Xbox and PlayStation games. But yeah. then, like, Nintendo games, I played myself. And we play, like, Crash Team Racing uh, on the PS4 with her brother, yeah, uh, with her two brothers, and it was a lot of fun. And she got used to the PlayStation controller, because we have it on the Switch as well. So it was a little bit of a learning curve, mm-hmm. but... If it's a racing game, though, I'll definitely play whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's on the horizon. It'll be... Yeah, so so Philly is going to we'll be picking one, up we'll Gran Turismo too. Seven and just going uh, full gearhead. Yes, <laughs> yes yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. Something about racing games, I just like really love them. Mm. And you're good at them too. She she kicks my butt at them. So no. <laughs> it's been a while since I've really stuck with a racing game. I think the last one I can, 
uh, remember just spending all my time time on was Burnout Three. I played it with my friend in college. Oh my gosh. Wow. So good. Oh, I, I remember us uh, staying up so late because the final challenge is you get the uh, the F one racer car and you got to get through it with you know in a really tight time limit. You touch anything and you're going you know you're going flying and we just pass off the controller back and forth and like you know tag out man it's too much for me and uh <laughs> next 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 one would try and get a little further each time we eventually pulled it off but that felt really good like yeah it's cool we got burnout paradise but burnout three is always my favorite i was actually let down by revenge <laughs> uh just didn't have the same mm-hmm. feel um but i'm actually curious in chat uh I, we'll have to come back to this a little later just because delay and whatnot but uh, anybody pick up a, was able to get a PS5 and what launch game are you playing? Because I know we have what uh, Astro's Playroom, we have Demon Souls, we have Sackboy, we have Spider-Man Miles Morales. Not a bad lineup, honestly, for the launch. No. Yeah, and I, I have to say, Sackboy, um, and and we'll have video up on the channel probably probably at this rate tomorrow. Uh, but it is delightful. Like it is really really cute. Um, my partner walked in on me like playing the first level, and she's like, "Nope, this is cute. You have to stop until I'm back." <laughs> so, so I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess I'll go back to Demon Souls then." <laughs> but um, no, that'd be really the, weird if she came in, saw Demon Souls. Nope, this is cute. You got to wait till I'm back. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this, this is adorable. Cute. I'll be right back. <laughs> I would love to see you fight the eight-eyed, you know, sack-bellied monster. But no, the uh, Demon Soul. Or <laughs> now I'm thinking about Demon Souls. Sack Boy, my favorite thing about it, and, and John asked about this on, on Twitter, is that uh, if you've ever played like a little big planet game, the mm-hmm. physics are really, really floaty mm-hmm. and slippery, and they don't feel great, especially mm-hmm. if you're used to like Mario, right? Um, they, it, It's not quite Mario good, but I would say it's, I mean, it feels like they looked at Yoshi's Crafted World, and they're like, let's make this with Sack Boy. Like, it is really, really oh, charming. Wow. That. You know, I, I was always curious about it, and I know it came out on the PS4 as well, but it might be, might be one of those things like, ah, wait for the PS5 type thing. Yeah, yeah, it looks really, really good. I mean, I can't say, obviously, because I haven't played the PS4 version yet. Um, I can't say what's improved or different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't feel like one of those showcase games, but the visuals are just good enough that I'm like, they definitely enhance something. Mm-hmm. Looking through the chat, uh, Evernight Studio, new, no PS5 here. Dan Entwistle is in the UK, so has to wait a week. Uh, Roman Kleczynski, There's not yet. There's a dog. Oh, yay. Oh, dog. puppy. Oh, oh, my gosh, he's adorable. He's recovering from his neutering, but he'll, he should get this off this weekend. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. Dog, dog. Hey, hey, hey we, we, we love are. all types of furry friends here at uh gvg <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh cute, cute doggo <laughs> yeah chat chat yeah screw the ps5 dog is where it's at <laughs> dog, yeah. he heard us talking about ps5 when he came in He's yeah like, what's this about mm-hmm. <laughs> really looking through the chat most people did not get it either they're waiting for a bundle or waiting for a certain game or Try to get one and just not ha- not happening. Like uh, put it into the Walmart cart and then be gone. I've seen that a few times on. Yep, uh, it, was, it was definitely that was today, right? Was it? Yeah, it was definitely a difficult system to get your hands on. Uh, a local friend of mm-hmm. mine, uh, he found out I got a review unit, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you have a pre-order. You don't need any more, right?" <laughs> and so I actually uh, at ten this morning met him at my local GameStop and just uh, 
let him like you know pay off my ps5 and, and take it home with him so i was happy i was able to do That's that for someone nice. i wish i could have done it for more people yeah. but i also didn't jeff Keeley it and and buy five of them so <laughs> there you go <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic because, uh, yeah, we have the PlayStation 5 out, but earlier this week, the Xbox Series X came out, and uh, it has already sold, in its first day, it sold more units combined and in more countries than any previous Microsoft console, according to Phil Spencer. It is doing extremely well. Uh, he actually said, thank you for supporting the largest launch in Xbox history. We're working uh, with retail to resupply as quickly as possible. You continue to show us the connective power of play is more important than ever. Uh, so they don't know which model sold more units or anything like that because, well, we'll get into that for the next little bit. Um, but yeah, it is crazy. Uh, like I did not, I did not think, I, I thought they'd do fine, but I did not realize it would be their biggest launch. Yeah, I feel like the Xbox 360 probably would have had that honor. Like, it was an insanely popular console when it released. um, And because the buzz around the Series X has been relatively kind of low compared to the PS5, or at least that's how it feels, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And and I know we spent, like, a good chunk of last night dogging on Xbox because of the Japanese publisher thing. But, I mean, it is a really, really good console. I can see... uh, uh, Dan and Twistle in the chat has been mentioning like Forza Horizon 4 and how Game Pass is incredible and he's absolutely right mm-hmm. like Forza Horizon 4 um, I was actually playing it like kind of when we when we were in the finalization steps of our plans for GVG and so I changed my license plate <laughs> so if you see Steve GVG driving around uh, in, in your Forza that's me um, but yeah nice. the this is a surprising bit of news. I, I even though I love the Series X and I think it's a great console, I'm I'm pretty shocked that it's their biggest launch. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised too. I remember what was it? I remember when this uh, 360 was first revealed. I think it was like on NTV with the Killers had like a band. There was some sort of show I remember watching, probably sponsored by Mountain Dew. And I remember like they like they revealed <laughs> the, the 360 on this pedestal and like I yeah I think I think it was like the Killers was playing. I, I Almost sure it was MTV, but um, yeah. It was. And that was a big deal. Like, I love playing that. Uh, Halo and, yeah. That re- 60 was awesome. That reveal cost caused me so much guilt, like, over a decade later. <laughs> so, they, you know, I was a much younger man back then. And they had Elijah Wood hosting it. And I was like, we all? <laughs> Elijah Wood, fake gamer, doesn't play anything. And then I'm at E3, no joke, like, 10, 12 years later. And I and Ubisoft puts me into a demo for the original The Division, mm-hmm. and who am I standing next to playing the game in the demo? Elijah freaking Wood. I was like, "What? Why are you wow. here?" <laughs> and I felt so bad. Like I, I immediately flashed back to that moment in my mind. I'm like, "I was so wrong about you, Elijah Wood." <laughs> <laughs> you should just Frodo him that. Should lean over and be like, "I was so wrong about you," and just that's all you say to him when you're playing the game. Just lean over and just whisper that to him. Would have confused him forever. Like, yeah, that's amazing. He might think like security. (laughs) He he, he might hear that and think, um, "Did he think I was actually the size like that tall as a hobbit?" (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Side note: He is actually really good at the division. I mean, at least he was. Mm. So nice. I, I mean, he he definitely taught me a thing or two inadvertently. Of course, he didn't speak to me at all. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh well. 
kind of connected to this is uh, Phil Spencer also said that they will not be divulging sales numbers of the Series X and S because their major focus is on how many players they have and how many how much they play. I think it really drives to a point like even though they're selling so well, like they, like they end up seeing internally that they're, they sold outsold the PS5, they would not still divulge those numbers because it's not what their focus is. They, they are really looking into this whole games as a service thing and game pass and just connectivity rate. Uh, it, it's really interesting. Like that, that aspect, but it's also kind of funny. It's like, we just had our best selling time of, uh, you know, launch of all time, but we're not going to tell you the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the messaging is a little weird, but I do like the approach. Like one, I don't, I, I like the idea that they won't start their own mini internal console war between Series S and Series X owners. Um, and two, like you said, Derek, it kind of hints at their larger philosophy about becoming more of just a a nebulous platform as opposed to a hardware manufacturer. Like the hardware mm-hmm. matters, but not nearly as much as the games and the and the software layer behind it. Um, because I, I love the idea of xCloud. I wish PlayStation would do something similar. Like, I'd love to be able to just mm-hmm. play Miles Morales on my phone. Or <laughs> or Demon's Souls. On my, you know, maybe maybe not Demon's Souls. I, I need every frame of latency I can <laughs> save. But um, I, I love the ideas. Of and that's a Microsoft cute game, too. Your partner, you got to hold on to Demon's Souls. You can't play Demon's <laughs> Souls without your partner, remember? So. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the cutest game of 2020. Cutest yeah. game. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's yeah, I think, yeah, it's interesting because it's like... Uh, so oh, we, we haven't ahead. seen that before. Uh, usually everybody else does... It's all about sales numbers, too. Um, so I actually... This first um, like I said, I was at a mechanical day, so I actually didn't read that until you guys said it now. And that's really interesting uh, to kind of focus on numbers rather than sales figures. Mm-hmm. Like said, especially having a successful launch and saying we've had a you know our most successful launch... But we're not going to focus on that part. We're going to focus on different numbers. It's 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 a, it's a different approach. I like that. Yeah, he actually said, "I'm not going to comp- go compete with their numbers based on how many Xbox Series X I've sold." Uh, Google is never going to talk about how many Chromecast Pros they sold. They're going to talk about how many players they have. So I think people who want to put ah. us against Sony based on who sold the most consoles lost the context of what gaming's about today. There are three billion people who play games on the planet, but maybe only two hundred million households that actually have a video game console. So, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting philosophy, and I, yeah. I I said it many times before, but it's fascinating to see the different paths that Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft have taken for this generation. That is yeah. Incredibly loaded messaging, though. Mm-hmm. Like that. I mean, comparing first off, comparing themselves to Stadia, which is a real easy dunk. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> the the other side of that too, though, is just. I mean, that that is kind of dripping with like, yeah, not a lot of people buy consoles, but a lot of people play games. It, it really is is yeah. kind of a hint at at their where their thought process is, and uh, frankly, I like it. I I mean, I hope they still continue to make boxes because they're going to have to make some hardware for the cloud games to run on. Um, cause I'll always be a guy that prefers to have a console in my home. I, I like yeah, having the piece of hardware and, and, Same. but I, I also get the sense as I become older that, that that is definitely the old man in me starting to emerge. Like kids 20 years from now are going to be like, everything's on the internet, dad, it's fine. And I'm going to be like, I want my box <laughs> under my TV. <laughs> I mean, don't yeah. tell me to get online. I have so many 
cart like these boxes and i yes in my head i know there's no reason to get them because they're empty there's nothing in here it's just a disc which has to be loaded and installed anyway but it's the old man in me is like no i like it on the shelf i own this this is mine yeah yep it's weird yeah, we're, we're... we have this conversation too all the time, and I think you're right. Like the next generation is going to be like more, like, do you want to have a DVD on your shelf or do you want to just load up Netflix and watch your all your stuff? You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. going to be. I used to collect DVDs, the and then I, once we, once we moved here, once we started packing <laughs> everything up, then you realize like how many boxes of stuff, and you're like. I think we could get rid of some of these movies. I've been watching these movies in decades. Um, but, we did. but we're not like that with the games, though. No, games, like, yeah. <laughs> games, it's like, yeah, any game that I have goes in a box and we'll move it from place to place. Um, but yeah, I'm like, it feels like also a collectible, too. Yeah, it's... Especially the older stuff that has, like, the um, manuals and stuff oh, in it. Yeah. Those are really awesome. I wish they would make those again. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm always one of the people that every time a game's announced, I'm like, come on for a Switch physical version because I don't want to get burned buying digital first and then they announce a physical later so i usually miss out on some pretty good digital games uh just holding you know holding on to like goose game you know so happy they got a physical version because that's what i waited on Mm. you know so um, we're definitely people who buy physical um sometimes if it's if it's never coming physical we'll buy digitally but most of the time we kind of hold off just to have that little box on a shelf switch is the one that broke me from being being mostly physical because it's just so convenient to have them all on that and you know, working in games that's, media, you get sent codes a lot. And yes. like it used to be, they mailed out the actual physical box to you, but now it's all codes, and it's like, well, I have them digitally, and I have. I will admit, there are certain games where I've been sent a code, and I still go out and buy the game because I want that physical version. <laughs> yep, yeah. guilty. Me too. Me too. I, I uh, double dip on Goose. We've gotten codes. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, please go ahead. <laughs> go okay. ahead. You're our guest. Please. I was just. <laughs> I was just gonna say, luckily there's the both of us. So whenever we get sent a code, I'll use the um, digital on my switch, and then we'll end up getting the physical anyway. So like Splatoon. I mean, even and especially for us, like to share, it's so much easier to share the games just by handing a physical card to each other than, you know. So for us, like when we get, if there's a game, especially we both like like Dragon Quest Eleven, we're both playing through, and we have the one physical card, we share back and forth, and we're working our way through it. But it's like. I, that had to be a physical version of that game. But there is mm-hmm. something to be said about, like, the laziness and ease of just, like, sitting in bed and loading through your games. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, Without she'll... having to, like, get up and, like, get the cartridge. She'll play the she'll, she'll play Mario Maker 2. She'll use the code Nintendo sent us for it. Um, and then I'll be, I'll be right back. i got to run inside and find the box and get the cartridge and switch them out. And she's already done playing. And I'm like, I'll be right there. And... <laughs> But it's, you know, it's, we do the same thing. Sometimes we double dip on them as well. Um, just, especially with the multiplayer game like Splatoon where you need two copies to play, you know, that's what we usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sense. me these days, I feel like my, my physical games are the ones that are, are only the ones that I feel some kind of attachment to. Like, I reviewed Final Fantasy VII Remake, and, but I loved it, so I went out and bought, like, the collector's edition because I also have nice. the original PlayStation 1 version. I was like, I want those two boxes next to each other <laughs> to satisfy some weird part of my <laughs> lizard brain. And, and I did the same with Goose Game. I, I reviewed that, and then, you know, when I saw it was getting a physical, I'm like, this game is excellent, and I'm definitely buying it. So <laughs> I, I bought a physical yeah. copy uh, to go with my digital copy. But <laughs> I'm, I'm also, like with with Derek in that man it is so convenient especially on the switch more so than other consoles to just have as many games as you can 
just in your library on that thing because it's just like, oh, what do I want to play today? I've got a hundred freaking games on here. I can I can flip through, and and <laughs> I mean anything portable. I feel like it, it's it's way nicer to just have a digital copy because you don't have to lug anything extra with you. Just take the console and you're out. We all remember the days of the Game Boy and having yeah. the huge case that like lined up with. <laughs> Game Boy yes, cartridges and the link cable to play with somebody else, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like a backpack full of stuff with you. Um, oh, those were the days. But yeah, I think especially, with, especially traveling, like when we were any conventions we would go to, like having the Switch and having digital copies on them is nice because you're on the plane, and sometimes you just can't like dig through a bag and try to find it. You know, the seats are so small, so it's like just to sit there and just kind of swipe through and be like, I'll play this one now, and you know, it's nice. Mm. The portability is perfect for the Switch with digital. And especially with the Switch, too, like, the cartridges are so small. Like, the yeah. retro games, <laughs> the original games, the box, the um, cartridges were, like, significant. I don't know. I get nervous that that yeah. little cartridge is going to somehow get ruined. Because mm. it's so tiny. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like a SD card or something. I don't know. We did the um, the retail job last holiday for Nintendo. Like we had like the red shirts. We were in stores uh, promoting oh, the nice. Switch, and most of the families we talked to said that they buy digital because their kids are too small, and they're like, and they were telling me stories about like doing the laundry and like a bunch of Switch games afterwards fall out of the oh. kids' pockets, and they're like, we just washed their library. Oh. So like, like anytime we talked to parents who had like like probably like eight and under, it was like, nope, show me the digital card, show me how to install it. Like I'm not buying anything physical because they're gonna lose it or it's gonna end up or in the laundry. Take it to school and forget. Mm, yeah. Oh, see, that's really interesting. So, so my yeah, my, most of the parents. Yeah, my oldest daughter is seven, and we have a a library system for Switch games in the house because I got her a Switch uh, for Christmas last year, and so we have like a shelf in the house with all the Switch games on it, and we have a rule that she can only check out one at a time, and so it's you know she has to yes. she, yeah when she's done, and we have like parental controls, so she's limited on time, but when her time's up, she has to bring me back whatever game she checked out. And we put it back in the case and we nice. put it back on the shelf. But there, nice. there is in in my mind that fear of like one day I'm going to open a case and just find like my favorite game is missing, <laughs> and I'm going to look at my daughter and be, be like, gone. "Where is it?" And she's just going to give me that look like she destroyed it. It's like, <laughs> wow, yeah, the exactly that exactly. One. Like I, I didn't do anything. That's a good. I, I like that system though. That's really that's clever. A cool system. At, at least only one will be missing at a time. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And if something. If something goes wrong, at least you can kind of, like, protect the rest of it. Before. Yeah, exactly. Like, to her credit, <laughs> nothing has ever <laughs> happened. Yeah. She's been really, really good about it. But if you're watching, Avery, just know that Daddy's afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's so funny looking at, you know, with all of us. Uh, you remember as kids, and I've talked to a lot of other, you know, people growing up uh, at our age. Where they had to beg their parents like uh, to get one game, and that game had to last them for how long? And you know now, yes. you know Steve's a parent. I just became a parent. It's like, oh, my kid's not going to have that issue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My, my my daughter is in second grade, and she goes to school and brags about it. She's like, my daddy gets every video game. My daddy has games we've never seen before. Like she, she uh, when she came home the day we got the PlayStation Five, she came in and she goes what's that? And I'm like, oh, that's the new PlayStation. She goes, does anyone else have it yet? And I'm like, not most people. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go talk about it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're a jerk. You're that kid. You're the uncle at Nintendo. (laughs) I'm I'm the, I'm the dad that works with Nintendo. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, as are you now, Derek? <laughs> now that I think about it, want to come over to play 
Yeah. <laughs> the, with the house that everybody comes over to play? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I both I both hope for that and don't hope Popular for that. Popular house. Yeah. But it probably will happen. Yeah. I can... There's something fun about that, seeing a bunch of kids get together to play the games that you grew up with and something like that, because... I don't know. It's kind of cool. Um, then you can, like, bust out some of the retro games and, like, show them how good you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can just imagine. Yeah. Just so I, we can have the obligatory Mega Man reference in here. Ash showing yep. up, <laughs> showing yep. his son's like, all right, here's the original Mega Man. Just busted out in like an hour, a half hour. I was like, all right, there you go. You try. <laughs> that type thing. I don't know what you do, but find some way. I, I, I remember buying games uh, from Toys R Us where they used to have, used to buy them by the flap. I remember those, those flaps. Little those flap flaps like, were amazing. Turn the flap upside down. Yes. And, you like take the oh lid, lid. There was um, you didn't have boxes. You had the little slippy to take to it, like the register, and they'd go in the back cage and bring you out your game. And like if you lifted up the flap and the and the um, the pouch was empty, you're like no, it's sold out. And that that's mm. how we used to like buy our games back then. And same oh thing with God. like going to the was... Blockbuster. I, I love what, that because it was like a golden ticket. You held onto it so tight. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever yes. merchandising yeah. or marketing person came up with that idea for Toys R Us, I sincerely hope they're rich now. Mm. Like, I sincerely hope that person is incredibly wealthy because there was nothing better as a kid than getting that slip. Like, and they would, and the cashiers, yeah. at least at my local Toys R Us as a kid, were smart enough to be like, we hand that to the child. Like, mm. like after the parent pays for it, they just, they'd never ask. They just hand it to the kid and I'd run over to the little window nice. and the almost certainly beleaguered employee would be like, yeah, yeah, Street Fighter 2, I got it. <laughs> like, mm. I, but yeah, it, it was just such a thrill. I, yeah. I to this day remember how good I felt getting Street Fighter Two Turbo that way. Like mm. kids these days, Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I still remember going through the SNES aisle when that was going on because I had a Genesis, and I saw Donkey Kong Country Two, and I'm like, I want like that. That's when I begged oh. my parents the hardest to get an SNES, and it never happened because oh, you have the Genesis. But uh, it's it's. So brilliant, just really sticks well, to you. I think I'm pretty sure every kid who grew up the same time around us won. remembers that feeling. Oh yeah, she actually we got her it. Super Nintendo in an, in an odd way. Actually, oh really? Uh, as a kid. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. So I grew up in Trinidad. I spent my childhood there. I only came over when I was like 13. Um, so <laughs> uh, growing up in Trinidad, it was harder to like get the games and stuff. So there was actually like a Colgate toothpaste, or I think it was a Pepsodent toothpaste, or Colgate toothpaste contest. Wow. And you had to like collect all the boxes and then post in. (laughs) So they had a bundle that was a Super Nintendo and Mario um, All-Star package, like all in one box. So I think maybe that's kind of a rare one to find. Mm -hmm. Um, And... All of our family members, we all like put in these uh, slips for each one of us, and then we wow. won. Oh, I've, wow, that's actually I'm really so cool. lucky. I never <laughs> win stuff like that. I, I remember back in the day, McDonald's had the Sonic the Hedgehog three contest. Like you'd send in, like enter it in, and you'd win the game when it comes out. And I remember begging for McDonald's constantly as a kid. Didn't win, but it's just like I won it. I think I got all the toys. I don't know where they're at, but I got all those little Sonic toys that were promoting it. But uh, oh wow, never. I never really never won contest either. We were just really lucky that time, I guess. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And it was the, I have a friend uh, who's the All Star collection, which was exciting. <laughs> I have a friend who's won like two of those Taco Bell like Xbox giveaways. Really? I'm like, how? What? How do you have that kind of luck? Like, seriously? Ba- I think they gave away like a gold Xbox one time, like like painted gold, obviously. And she won that, and then they <laughs> had like a some other different model of Xbox One, and she won that. Like they were back to back too. And I was just like, I don't know what? if you just eat at Taco Bell like an unhealthy amount compares <laughs> like one time, but yeah, you know. <laughs> but wow. uh, yeah, I've, I'm I'm with you, Derek. I've never won anything like that, and I would be so thrilled if just once I could win a contest like Th- that. That is, that is it, such a cool story. Here's what's really funny: Christian S in the chat, uh, that McDonald's contest, he won it. It's the only wow. contest oh, he ever nice. won. Nice. That's crazy. Well, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, but yeah. also... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Derek is so salty about this. That, that was I, a nice I, thumbs never, up, I think. I've never gave. wanted to win a contest more than that one for some reason. I love Sonic 2 so much, but... And Sonic 3, oh, and Sonic, Sonic 3, 3 Knuckles is my favorite Sonic game, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. One well, let's, win maybe. <laughs> but let's let's have some Nintendo news for a bit here. As uh, Mario, there's some actually there's an interview with the uh, developers of Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which Steve has and got to try out. I've not picked it up myself, uh, but the devs initially thought that including drift would be impossible. And uh, they found a way to do it. So I'll be honest, I haven't looked too much into it just because I didn't plan on buying it. I can't believe this thing has drift. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, incredible. It, it's really weird because I, when I was playing it initially for the review, I just assumed it couldn't do it. Because I'm like, mm. physically, that doesn't make sense. And so I didn't try it for like half of the review period. And then finally, I was like, wait, I pushed the, you know, just out of muscle memory, I pushed the hop button. And I was like, the cart's hopping on the screen. And I look back, I'm like, it's not hopping in the real world, but that's okay. And then I was like, wait, if it can hop, it can drift. And so I, I tried it. And in-game it works, but it just, like, cuts a real interesting angle like the real cart does. Uh, But, I mean, when you're playing it and you're not thinking about it, it feels exactly like Mario Kart 8. And that is so weird. That's... That is awesome. Wild. Yeah, I... we haven't actually opened ours yet because uh, of the puppy. We um, like we <laughs> yeah. were talking about. It, we're like it's such an expensive thing, and we got Mario and Luigi, and we were so excited to play. And we're like, huh, cardboard pieces, a car driving through it. Like it's gonna be like one lap, and he's gonna destroy it. So we haven't played it yet. Um, we have it, and we're hoping to maybe like find a room we could like put a gate up and maybe play it while he watches safely. Um, because uh, it's gonna be, he's gonna destroy it. Yeah, yeah. It's he's a it, sweet boy, but he will definitely destroy it. Dogs definitely <laughs> react very interestingly to that game. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was what people got the most kicks out of with Mario Kart Live was just chasing their pets around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all the different cat videos, and we saw so many cat videos on Twitter of people's like cars just having a cat jump into the frame, and yeah, <laughs> it's because it's, it's really pricey, um, and I just don't want to just you know have it get ruined yet so we're gonna figure out a way we might hold on to it and maybe once he gets a little older play but looks really good like we're really interested in it um making your own mario kart level in your house is a really cool idea so we're we're for it it's just that we haven't actually gotten a chance to try it ourselves mm-hmm. right <laughs> come back over <laughs> Sorry, guys. that's a right. puppy 
Milo's having an interesting day today. <laughs> Let's just say what's, that. Your, what's your puppy's name? Milo. Milo. Oh, my. That's cute. So you guys are going to lo- love this. Um, that's That was one of the names on that we were going to name my, my son. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's actually it's actually his middle name. Oh, that nice. is adorable. <laughs> oh, that's so that is really that's really so funny. What's the wait, story is that, is behind that, a... that? Wait, say it again. What was the story behind the name? The name for yeah. you because we had a story behind choosing it for for Milo. I think I just heard it and I was like, you know what? I kind of dig that name. I think I, actually the Genesis might have been huh, of all things. Uh, Miles, but I'm not a huge fan, fan of Miles, and I was like, well, what variations and Milo, that kind of works. <laughs> so, kind of a Tales yeah. reference at first. Yeah, um, <laughs> Miles Prower. Yeah, exactly. It took me so long to get that pun, by the way. Never, me too. never realized. Yeah, I was like, it. When I finally got it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Tales of Miles Prower. Oh, it's like when you say it out louder, you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it all of a sudden clicks. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way, uh, with um, Mario, the Mario Kart drifting, uh, they actually said so. The explanation behind it was, together with Nintendo, we focused on nailing the feel of Mario Kart across speed classes ranging from 50cc to 200cc, while maintaining familiar Mario Kart controls and features, including drift. The idea of adding drift to the game seemed impossible, but we knew that it is such a critical aspect of Mario Kart, especially for expert players. A late project weekend experiment at Valen, uh, with some suggestions from the Nintendo team, suddenly added drift, and it brought that important layer of skilled driving that players expect of Mario Kart. It was a journey of learning to overcome our own doubts that led the Mario Kart Live home circuit to become the product that it is. So, yeah, it's I, I, they didn't really go into how they did it. They just figured it out somehow, <laughs> so... The Nintendo yeah, I mean, magic, it works. the secret magic. That's incredible. That's incredible, yeah. I'm excited to try it. Like I heard Danny saying, like we just haven't opened it because of Milo. <laughs> he would, we saw the videos of like cats playing with it, and it's very cute. But Milo's a big puppy. I know his big puppy paws are just gonna like smash into the cardboard yeah. mm-hmm. so maybe when he, he gets a little calmer or maybe we'll like leave him in a room and set it up or something that saying put a gate up somewhere yeah. and like you can watch from the gate and you're yeah. a spectator it would be mm-hmm. so awesome to have him in it and like see him as an obstacle but I just have a feeling he'd probably just... he'd be our little blue shell that would be game over for us <laughs> at the end he wouldn't mean to <laughs> full of love <laughs> Man, you're talking. I was just thinking Nintendo, yeah, just is, him uh, like going on the screen like in Smash smart. Brothers, and he does that to Danny. <laughs> he jumps up. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be. He's like... having an interesting day. Usually, he's like really calm oh. and just really cool. And all day today, he's just been like. It's a not attention. Hyper. I think. I don't know what's going uh, on. He's like, why are they shouting at this computer screen? Sorry, <laughs> technical difficulties yeah. on our end. So weird. Here we go. So, sorry, this is oh, no. kind of a it's disaster f- episode. <laughs> <laughs> of dog. Yeah, there you go. Active yeah. dog. Yes. Active, Active dog. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, the last bit of news. all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last bit of news we got for today was uh, regarding Ghost of Tsushima, which another game I haven't picked up. I was interested in. Didn't get to pick up. But apparently it did really well, selling 5 million wow. units since launch, wow. which... 
Wow. I, I, I didn't hear a lot of people talking about that one. Not as much as like Last of Us. So I was like, I, I figured like, ah, I probably did well. But no, this is, I, I think That's it really might well. be the best selling game for Sucker Punch at this point. Uh, wow. it, yeah, it's their fastest selling first party original PS4 game with more than 5 million copies sold since its de- debut. So it is, it is in, it's a really good game. Like, mm. I don't want to say like exceptional or extraordinary or anything like that. It's, it's not like a, you know, a, a 10 out of 10 or a, or a generation defining game, but what it is really it fun you? to play. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I would I would say it's it's a solid it's a solid good vibes bordering on great vibes. It is, nice. it is a really fun like it it's got that kind of quality like a like a good popcorn flick like it is it is enjoyable throughout and really hard to put down. Um, but it it ultimately isn't something that's going to stick with you for like years following, right? Hmm. I, I kind of feel that way about Infamous in a way. Like I enjoy Infamous. I have a lot of good memories of it, but it's also not like unless I'm actively trying to think of it, it doesn't really come to mind too much. Slight cl- correction, by the way. The person who said that was uh, Herman Holst, the head of PlayStation Worldwide Studios. So yeah, best-selling first-party original PS4 game, uh, which is really wow. saying something like a, for original. Yeah. I'm guessing not including God of War because that's technically a sequel and. Uh, and you know, Last of Us Two was also a sequel, that kind of thing. But still, crazy. Yeah, it, it wow. did really well. I bought a copy for a friend who had skipped it. He was just like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I just didn't want to drop the money." So I was like, "Well, I'll do it for you." <laughs> and I, I sent him a copy of it, and he has now just That's been nice like, of you. he picked. Yeah, I try. You know, he's a good <laughs> friend, but he he picked up his ps5 today and the first thing he loaded was ghost of tsushima instead of any of his launch games he's like yeah i gotta finish ghost of tsushima before i keep playing um and if you haven't played ghost of tsushima it actually runs at 60 fps on ps5 so it's Ooh. it's actually wow. pretty well improved and it was already like a pretty solid game but it, it looks and plays just a bit better on ps5 nice wow i mean that state of play they had focusing on it was really impressive <laughs> impressive and sold me on the game like it just had that nice feel to it so it's something i wanted to get to but then i like the response to it was kind of like eh, a little up and positive to middling so i'm like i i haven't even played last of us part two yet and i have all these other games and so much else going on <laughs> too it's many just games like, yeah too many I, games i mean i i have so many games to get get back to amy wants me to play horizon zero dawn so much i want to oh, i, I want to try yeah. it myself it looks i've been good. I, I played the original Nier on PS3 to prep to prep myself to play Nier Automata. Have yet to play Nier Automata, so... Wow. Uh, it's so much. So much. Whoops. Sorry. Derek, you need to let me know when you're playing through that, because I've owned Nier Automata for years now, and just haven't gotten more than, like, 20 minutes in. And it's mm-hmm. not for lack of interest. I just had other stuff to play. Uh but when you do, I, I'm going to try to play it alongside you and so we can get together and discuss the game as two people who missed the train on it. Nice. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Like, if you want to actually get some backstory on the Nier franchise, it's kind of fascinating. I think you'd dig it, uh, Steve. There's a video series by a YouTuber named uh, Klemps, uh, C-L-E-M-P-S, and his uh, reviews of the games that led up to it because it's actually Nier as a spinoff of Drakengard, of all things. Oh wow! I played I played Drakengard three on PS three, so yeah, I'd be interested to check that out. Mm, it's it's pretty because the game's not exactly 
Drakengard is not a great game to play, <laughs> but the, the, the story, the Yoko Taro story is interesting. So there's that. <laughs> Another is memory. Anybody I... uh, pick it up the game and watch tonight? The Nintendo game. And oh, watch? I completely forgot Wait, about that. More... Probably yeah. not. I'm, I... Tomorrow's the launch. I'm expecting like, what, like 1 a.m. Eastern, probably pre-orders go. I mean, not pre-orders, I guess, but like orders online. I'll be up tonight hoping to get it. Just get one. Yes. I think it sold out today on Nintendo's website already. That's the thing know. that bugged me. I was all in for this thing. Um, and I, I kind mm-hmm. of forgot because they didn't open pre-orders. <laughs> and, and like, yeah. I remember John mentioned that pre-orders had opened in Europe like a long time ago. And I was just like, oh, any day now. Any day now, <laughs> Nintendo's going to let me order this thing because yeah. it is an objectively cool-looking toy to have. Like, uh, a, yes. <laughs> a color Game & Watch and just them reviving, like, a long-forgotten brand. Uh, I love that stuff. So I, I definitely want one. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to rush out to try to find one, but if if pre-order or orders open up somewhere like Amazon and I can get it without too much effort, then yeah, I'm I'm all in for it because, I mean, I, you can't see it because I have my camera tilted a different way, but I have like a shelf of stuff back there that I plan to shoot videos in front of at some point in time, <laughs> and I would love to have the game and watch up there with, with all my other stuff. I have like the Master Sword and Yoshi and a bunch of other cool things. Nice. Yeah. We need to see that. Yeah, and when we're off Um, the air, I'll turn the camera because right now, if I turned it from where I'm at, you'd see like my bed and a bunch of other stuff. I'm sure viewers would love to see. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure I'd love for them to see. Uh, but yeah, I think I because I, the, the Mario Kart. I think only we had our we ordered it from Walmart. Uh, I think it was the only ones where like pre-orders go up, and everybody else was like the night of the launch. I guess from the like midnight or one a.m. was like Amazon and Best Buy and Target and GameStop. So it's like I know I'm, I'm guessing tonight at like twelve to one a.m. it's going to be the same thing here. Like Amazon will put theirs up, GameStop. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, we can get one too. And, and look, everybody in chat is going to be going for it too. Yeah. So hopefully, we can all snag. I don't know if I'll be. Go- I don't cool. know if I'll be going for it. It's a cool little thing, but I don't have the extra money for that kind of thing right now. <laughs> so I, I'll probably be skipping it. Um, it do- it does make me miss because I had a game and watch growing up. I had boat, the one where you catch the guys parachuting, Ooh. and I, I remember playing that in uh, car rides, like waiting for dentist appointments and playing that. But I think it ran out of batteries, and I didn't know how to change it, so I just sort of went in a drawer. Oh and forgotten about and i think i found it later i was like oh uh battery destroyed it and i had to toss it so unfortunately i don't have my game and watch anymore but it's still cool (laughs) but uh well i think with that we've covered all the major headlines from today's news a bit more of a podcasty episode because there's not a lot of news today (laughs) but i had fun um yeah, me too. Thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah, this was awesome. On. Absolutely. And sorry we've been minor yeah. minor distractions. Sorry for the audio for everybody because we have he's like scratching around cra- and playing with this toy. Right no he's need to ad- apologize he's, for a puppy. <laughs> he is he's chasing his ball. Uh, I room, see. So. But, it's, but yeah. He likes being close I, to I know you guys uh, <laughs> have been, are. you know, a little not as active on YouTube, but where can everybody find you at to find you know, enjoy more of your content? Or just you guys in general? Yeah, uh, 
Well, yeah, I think right now it's going to be on Twitter or um, you know, we have the YouTube channel and Twitch. Um, so, we're, you know, if we come back, it'll probably be streaming on Twitch mostly. Um, I think it's like Twitch slash The Power Couple, twitch.tv slash The Power Couple. Um, but for now, you can follow us on Twitter. Yes. It's the best place because we're always on there, um, either on our personal account or at our the brand account. Power Couple brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's really after that ball. <laughs> Can yeah. you hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's his yeah. cone hitting our feet in the desk. Oh. So. I think too, like because he has his cone, we've been stopping him from running around like crazy because the vet told the us like it could hurt his stitches if he's running around too much or jumping too much. So he has like all this pent up energy. So he gets him out tomorrow though. So his stitches will come out tomorrow good. morning at eight o'clock. So he he can't wait, and we can't wait to get the cone off. <laughs> I bet. Have our boy to, like, play outside again with him. And, and snuggle him without this gigantic satellite dish that's, you know, in <laughs> our way. The cone of shame. <laughs> the, and the next time we're on, yes, he will be calmer. <laughs> it'll be a quieter on our end uh, stream. <laughs> that's so. totally fine. Yeah, yeah, we de- we definitely want to have <laughs> both of you on again because uh, this, this was a lot of fun. And we'll have all the yeah. links to you, your stuff in the description so everybody can check that out. Uh, just yeah. thank you, Chad. That's very. I see Dan said thanks, Philly and Milo. Thank you for being on. Thank you. But before we sign off, we have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier for ma- helping to make this show happen. And in addition, a massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fo- fine folks include Rob Arman X. Dan Entwistle, Z Patty, Adam o- o- O'Sullivan, excuse me, Floating Mew, uh, Christopher Bakke, The D Pad, Vesmio, Ornstar, Dukamon, Diogo, Kieran Phil- Phillips, Benny Yao, Rosa Bowling, Mama Bowling, as we have to shout out every time now. Hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, Geller, uh, Shiny Turkey, <laughs> Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael uh, Phone, Mitchell Herring, and Game Explain. And remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month along with all the fine people we have in chat uh, today. And thank you all so much for watching. Uh, If you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. And until next time, good night, good vibes. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.